on the Arts Report. Geographic Apparel, take over the world, one t-shirt at a time. Magazine Tour meets Pub Crawl on Main Street. The Dead on Film Zombie Film Fest comes to the Rio. And Red Jam Slam and free tickets. So stay with us. All right, hello, and welcome to the Arts Report for August the 18th. I'm your host, Adam Janusz, and uh, you're listening to us on CITR 101.9 FM and online at citr.ca, as well as from the future on our podcast, which is at citr.ca as well. Today we have another exciting program for you today uh, on the show. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, Geographic Apparel, which is a local company that makes T-shirts and other clothes about uh, Vancouver and has local uh, landmarks and uh, icons on their T-shirts and just tries to do a better job than all the, um, all the crappy, touristy T-shirts that you find all over the city. We'll hear about that. Uh, we also have um, the Main Street Magazine Tour which celebrates uh, several of uh, Vancouver's finest um, literary magazines in the form of a, a sort of pub crawl, uh, a tour through the streets of, um, of the Mount Pleasant neighborhood, um, yeah, and celebrating uh, the magazines inside uh, the shops, shops and stores and uh, buildings throughout uh, around Main Street. And then also we will talk about the Dead on Film Film Festival. This was uh, a contest... Uh, put on by the uh, Rio Theatre to where you could submit uh, five-minute films about zombies. And uh, now they're, uh, they're pouring through all these submissions and they're going to celebrate the films and have winners and uh, eat brains and watch uh, classic films. Um, we'll explain what, what that means a bit later. So, yeah, and, and of course, um, we have lots of tickets to give away. Uh, I don't have the, the ticket book in front of me right now, but um, there are three different shows um, happening this weekend, mostly, that we have pairs of tickets to give away. So uh, stick with us uh, for that. So let's see. Let me look at my stack of papers and see what I can tell you about uh, first. Well, let's first let's do the the magazine tour. Okay. So uh, this is coming up tomorrow, Thursday, and it's going to feature, as I said, uh, local literary magazines, including one that we featured on the show a few weeks ago, OCW. Um, and I managed to have a chat with Jenica Harper, who is a local writer and, uh, and poet, and uh, she'll be one of the tour guides. There will be two tours, and she will be hosting one of them, and she'll tell us um, about, uh, about the tour and some of the, um, the uh, delights that you can enjoy and savor tomorrow. So let's have a listen. Uh, now, the Main Street magazine tour. How do you tour through magazines? Well, what you do is you have um, local businesses and shops kind of open up their doors to host. Mm -hmm. um, what we've got is several um, businesses 
sort of coffee shops, cafes, the uh, great bookstore, great hair salon. They've opened up their spaces to host, and we go from space to space. And in each space, a different magazine kind of hosts that event or presentation. So sometimes it's a reading, sometimes it's a panel discussion, sometimes it's a performance. Um, this year we've got some improv comedy happening. So, um, yeah, that's how you do it. Okay. And so you're one of the uh, two tour guides, right? So yes. There are two tours. Tell us about those. All right. So... Um, the way it works, uh, I'm, I'm going to guess that a lot of people haven't actually done it before. It's, it's really cool. It's kind of like a crawl. Mm. So what we do is we meet up uh, all together at the same place. So this year we're meeting up at Rhizome Cafe, which is at 317 East Broadway. And that's about 6 o'clock on, uh, on Thursday, the 19th. And what we do is we all meet up there, and then uh, the two guides, that's um, Elizabeth Baczynski and I this year, we kind of give our, our opening and our welcome, and our, we explain how it's going to work. And, uh, and so everybody's there together in the same room, and there's kind of an opportunity for a free drink and a free sort of sweet treat to kind of give you some give you a little boost as we head into our into our evening and uh so we give our introduction and then um we pretty much say if here's what's happening with tour a here's what's happening with tour b you pick and then um what's going to happen is liz is leading tour a and she's going to take her group and they're going to start walking they're going to go to their first space and i'm hosting tour b which happens to start right at uh, at the rhizome cafe there so then we'll launch into the presentation and then um, in each, there are three stops um, mm -hmm. on each tour, and then we all end up gathering back together again at the end at um, at Rhizome at about eight twenty, eight thirty. That's if we're on the clock. <laughs> and, then, and then you have a big party. And then we have a big party, yeah. <laughs> and the tour guides, uh, Liz and I, will read a bit from our books, and okay. we'll have drinks, and there'll be stuff on sale. There'll be music and prizes. Prizes. I forgot to mention prizes. Yeah, tell everybody us about, loves uh, prizes. Everybody loves free stuff. Yeah. Just tell me about that. What the prizes are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one question I just can't answer. Um, <laughs> I've, so I've been a tour guide for a few years in a row now. Um, I've been sort of delighted to host this event, partly because I live in, this is my neighborhood, so mm. I care a lot. Um, and in the past, it's been great stuff. Sometimes it's been, um, uh, often what it is is it's sort of packages of a whole bunch of magazines or books that have been donated from the, these various sponsors. So I'm guessing it's going to be um, a lot of great arts and culture-related packages of stuff. And then usually there's sponsors, you know, that are, you know, coffee and wine and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel so bad that I don't know what the prizes are. That's I'm sure they're a pretty good answer, though. You, you kind of swung through that pretty well. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> And uh, the, uh, some of the magazines that uh, are involved include Front, OCW, Rice Paper Room, Sad Mag, and Subterranean. Exactly. And uh, can you tell me a bit uh, about your, your tour um, and the stops? Um, sure thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll tell you about my tour. It's Tour B. We start at Rhizome, and uh, that's going to be a rice paper uh, hosted event. And um, they're launching their issue 15.3, which is a food issue. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have um, uh, uh, some, some really sweet poetry, apparently, and uh, uh, a play excerpt. And um, some of the readers include uh, Fiona Tinway Lam, who's a local poet, a uh, wonderful poet, and Ray Sue, who is always a spectacular um, performer. Uh, and then from Rhizome, we're going, our next stop is going to be Western Front, which is on East 8, sort of right behind Rhizome. And uh, that's going to be a Front Magazine hosted event, and we're going, it's going to be an art event. So we're um, 
sort of going to have a performance art project giveaway kind of uh, experience hosted by artist Heidi Nagtagal. And if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, I'm really sorry, and I'm going to get it right on Thursday night. Um, And this is also... um, kind of involving 20 years of Front Magazine. She's, I believe, got got some kind of uh, project and performance that involves having combed through 20 years' worth of that magazine's archives. Um, So we're going to be taking home gifties from that event, which is kind of cool. And then our third stop is... um, at Mine Hair Salon. It's actually called Mine Style Source, which is a hair salon um, right at Main and Broadway. And that's an event hosted by Sad Mag. And uh, this one's going to be really interesting, I think. We're going to have a conversation with uh, the salon owner and Berju Ozdemir, who used to run um, a really beloved clothing shop, vintage clothing shop in, in the neighborhood called Berju's Angels. Um, and so this is going to be a conversation about drag culture, gay and lesbian culture, and the history of Main Street. So that'll be a real... Um, a real sort of place and community kind of event. And then I'll be going to the after party at Rhizome. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you won the 2009 National Magazine Silver Award in Poetry. I did. For the book, um, What It Feels Like for a Girl. Actually, no. No? Um, No, I didn't even. Uh, What I actually won the award for was a long poem called Liner Notes. Okay. Yeah, that was published in Prism International. So that was uh, the sort of the magazine award, and then What It Feels Like for a Girl is my uh, most recent book of poetry that came out in 2008. Okay, sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> no problem. Hey, you, you let me talk about both of those things. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and um, so uh, just curious if you have any, any uh, new works in, um, in the works? I do, slowly but surely. Um, I, I have a few kind of um, series, small series of poems that I've been working on. Uh, one is um, about uh, Houdini's widow, Beth, and her relationship with um, magic and her husband and um, not being a mother and that kind of thing. And, uh, and I have another series that's about Pinocchio. I don't know why. I couldn't explain <laughs> to you why, but for some reason I became I became really okay. obsessed with Pinocchio over the last year, and I've been writing um, kind of an alternate history for for our beloved puppet friend. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of going to some places I haven't gone before, and it's really fun. Cool. I guess you don't you don't question where these things come from. You just go with them, right? Yeah. You know what? Life's too short to figure out why. <laughs> you you right. just have to um, pursue whatever where the heat. You have to go where the heat is. You know. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure, and um, I hope to see you on uh, Thursday. Thank you so much for this time, and uh, I do hope to see you then. Come on out, everybody. Thank you. Okay, and that was Jenica Harper, uh, poet and uh, Pinocchio enthusiast. And she will be uh, tomorrow at the Main Street Magazine Tour. And if you want to check that out, as you should, I certainly will, it starts at uh, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. And the meetup point is the Rhizome Cafe, which is 317 East Broadway. Uh, yeah, and uh, I just want to add that there's, there's free stuff. There's free stuff uh, that includes, this is kind of uh, tantalizing, it says visit the Front Magazine reading room and meet artist Heidi Nagtagal, I hope I pronounced that right too, who's uh, combed through 20 years of the magazine's archives to produce a limited number of one-of-a-kind presents for tour goers. So that means if you go, you'll get some sort of limited edition magical thing from the archives um 
So that alone is worth is worth the price of admission, which is zero dollars. So really, there's no excuse not to go. Um, you should also check out Jenica's website. It's jenicaharper.com. Um, it's this cool page that has all these uh, uh, birds on top of a building, which looks a lot like a, a Main Street building. And um, there's different... You click on the birds and you find out about her various works and links. So check that out. That's jenicaharper.com. Okay. So now it's time for some ticket giving away. And now I can tell you... Uh, is a band called Mohawk Lodge, and they are performing August 20th at the Biltmore Cabaret. And uh, you'll get two tickets, and uh, you'll also get a copy of the new Mohawk Lodge um, CD. Let me just put this on as I talk. This is called Done Fighting. Okay, let's play that in the background. Um, have here Casio Kids. And Red Sparrows, which is at on August 22nd at the uh, Rickshaw Theatre. So we'll give those other two away later in the show. But now we'll give away Mohawk Lodge. So if you're interested in getting tickets for this, now's the time to call. Uh, the number is 604-822-2487. That's 604-2487, which actually ends up being 604-UBC-CITR, which is pretty awesome. So give us a ring-ding, and uh, we'll have a break now, and when we come back, we'll hear about geographic apparel.
micro. We're at 8,000 feet. Perishing cold and I'm bored stiff. What about putting on a hot gramophone record to cheer me up? Hello? Hmm? Hello? Is this Harlem 77711? Hello, fellas. This is Duke Ellington. Ah, uh, get it. Pause. Let's get sweet and hot. In the opinion of hot music critics, Count Basie has one of the best dance orchestras in the country. King of the clarinet, Hardy Shaw, and his orchestra making dance history in the Blue Room of the Hotel Lincoln in New York City. Every Thursday from 10 till noon, join me, your host, Charles Burnham, for Sweet and Hot, a celebration of the 78 RPM record, the three-minute masterpiece, and the golden age of North American songwriting. Hot jazz, swing, and popular music from the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. That's every Thursday from 10 till noon, here on CITR 101.9 FM. That's a swell record. I must get it. What's his number? And we're back on the Art Support. I'm Adam Yanish, and this is CITR 101.9 FM. Geographic Apparel is a t-shirt and apparel and other apparel company in Vancouver, and they have an ambitious goal to take over the world. And they're starting here in Vancouver, and what they want to do is simple, really. They just want to make um, t-shirts and under the clothes that celebrate, um, you know, local haunts. So Vancouver, for example, they want to make T-shirts that celebrate Vancouver, but they just want to do it better than all the uh, vendors, all the touristy vendors out there um, today. And they're really crude, you know, T-shirts that say Vancouver in this, like, 80s ugly um, fonts and have terrible pictures of things that, uh, that have nothing to do with Vancouver. So I spoke to Tamim Barakat, and he told me about the roots of the name Geographic Apparel and, um, and about his plans for world domination. Geographic Apparel. There's a, there's a double entendre going on there, isn't it? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Geographic Apparel. We uh, just wanted a name um, that would sort of play off of uh, our interest in travel because we're a partnership. My partner, Jay, Jay Ng, he's actually from New Zealand. And it was just this idea around travel and, and travel apparel and and being from other places and then how the place shapes your identity because, you know, one of our early, early, early connections was just talking about the similarities and differences between our respective countries and, and our, our, our extended backgrounds because, you know, we both travel extensively and we both have sort of like that, um, identity rooted in that, uh, first generation concept, you know, where like parents are from elsewhere and then you're, you're born in this culture. And, and so we, we, uh, ran through a few names and then finally Jay phoned me and said, I think the name geographic sort of says, what we do because you know it sort of um talks about uh, place shaping identity and you know you can w like the the concept of where anywhere you know that was sort of another one we we kicked around so the science behind it was yeah like where where are you at where anywhere place shapes identity and it all seemed to be encapsulated in in the name geographic and then it also has you know geo is anything relating to earth and graphic is a graphic uh, an illustration you know especially a vivid one so we thought perfect you know geographic and i think we're happy we're happy with it it's 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 served us well so far so i think uh i think we're going to keep it and we went with apparel just because 
that's what we're interested in. You know, it's just geographic apparel, apparel clothing. So we needed something to, to round it out. Uh, geographic by itself didn't didn't quite seem like enough. So we went with apparel to, to just as that sort of like you know that uh, that uh, the full stop on the end of it there. So tell me a bit about uh, what you guys are offering. So we're we're talking about uh, t-shirts, but not necessarily just t-shirts, right? Well, yeah, we uh, we started. We wanted we. Our idea was rooted in sort of communications. That's sort of how our, our, our concept got launched. And we wanted something that was going to, um, you know, e- easily translatable, easily communicable, pragmatic. And we decided a basic T-shirt is the way to go. Also, we started in summer. So, you know, people wear T-shirts in summer. And we used that as the medium for our communication. What we wanted to communicate uh, initially, since we're geographic and it's a place shapes identity, we thought we'd communicate the idea that we saw around Vancouver and Canada. Uh, frankly, we we didn't see anybody representing it the way we felt about it, so we decided to do our own thing. And you know, we looked at a lot of images, and it was interesting because Jay uh, is originally from New Zealand, so. You know, it started with basically me explaining to him what is Canadiana, and that was a long process because, you know, that's a big question, right? What is Canadiana? <laughs> it's not that easy to answer. And, uh, you know, you've got uh, your, your your regular fare when you walk into Gastown, you see the, the, the really, you know, terrible tourist shops that, you know, offer just the really god-awful styles that are supposed to represent Canada. Maybe it's got a moose or a beaver or something. It's just, you know, disgusting, right? It's yeah, yeah. And stuff even, you'd never wear. And sometimes it just says Vancouver or Canada in, in, in terrible, ugly lettering. That, that terrible script, yeah, like somebody yeah. hand-wrote it, you know, like <laughs> your, your aunt hand-wrote Vancouver, B.C. or something. It's yeah. just awful and so we wanted to flip it and offer something that's you know what a little more rooted in streetwear because that's what that's what we know that's what we love and uh really it was a joke that went too far (laughs) you know all of a sudden we started uh you know coming up with uh, images of trudeau and we started coming up with uh you know uh, my favorite was the vancouver block party shirt which was sort of a nod to milton glazer's i heart new york Mm -hmm. um you know for that he did for uh did i guess it was in the 70s that uh, he put out that became obviously world famous and iconic yeah. and uh, you know the block party which is my favorite uh, was sort of a nod in that direction so we did a bit of that style and and basically you know we tried to really keep everything bold and simple and iconic and elegant and uh, you know just because to us Vancouver is actually a very urban experience so you know we really focused a lot on 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 that 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 pop style imagery that we thought we really captured what what living in an urban environment Environment is, and of course we did have a little bit. You know, we being Vancouver, we we tipped a little towards that nature side as well. So I think there is a moose in the collection there. And uh-huh. uh, so you know, we've been experimented with some uh, you know former prime ministers in the form of Trudeau. Uh, Trudeau being one of our most you know flamboyant and, and outrageous and pretty well well dressed prime minister, better well better dressed than Stephen Harper, I'd say. <laughs> You know, so we had to give him a nod, and uh, the collection came out as it was. And and our feeling around it was start with T-shirts because really, when you're a startup and you're experimenting with these ideas, you know, for us, we're just two two people, right? We're small, independent, so we really didn't want to uh, stretch too far in the beginning. We wanted to sort of work within some parameters. So we thought, okay, well, let's do the T-shirt because when we went and looked around at what was on offer, we saw that T-shirts were the predominant thing. So we started there, and all the imagery uh you know we rooted it in vancouver and canada the 
the overall plan is to move beyond that, but we want to start yeah. with where we are. Let me ask you about that because uh, I have to say uh, I, I love uh, T-shirts. I love getting T-shirts, especially when I'm abroad. In fact, I'm wearing one right now that says uh, Cancun in those hideous like 80s style lettering. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, I was in in Europe recently, um, and I and I just wanted a T-shirt with some. This was in uh, Lisbon, so I just wanted a T-shirt with some like Portuguese writing or some some classic you know uh, image of Lisbon or Portugal, and I couldn't find one anywhere I went so right so is that uh, is that the plan is to kind of uh, expand to other cities and other countries yeah absolutely like uh, we you know it was it was interesting because the reaction so far is everyone's like oh well you do Canadiana and I guess yes well that's that that's what it is right now because that's where we started but we called it geographic because we did have the intention of sort of moving from place to place with our with our concept and we we've looked at other countries so far what other countries would we like to explore we kind of you know we're trying to make it fun for ourselves we're trying to do everything sort of keep it instinctual so we're kind of going with well what countries would you like to travel to mm-hmm. you know we, we don't really want to do countries we don't want to travel to because i have a feeling we're gonna to have to wind up going there at some point so there's better <laughs> be fun for us so you know we looked at uh you know countries like maybe australia would be a fun one to go to uh you know definitely the united states we we're talking about just because we love the west coast so to to maybe take a trip down to seattle and uh portland and even uh, down into california we thought would be a really interesting experiment Cool. Um, but beyond that, I think, uh, you know, sky's the limit. You know, there's France, there's Japan. Uh, there's so much fun you can have with this kind of concept in terms of, like, the national symbols. And, you know, and everyone's into it. Like, you walk around the streets and you just, everyone, you you, you, you know, you spot on the street is wearing something that says Vancouver or, mm-hmm. you know, Canada or Cancun or Lisbon or whatever, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, where can you get these T-shirts around town? Yeah, right now uh, you can get them at Walrus Designs. You can also get them at uh, Boulevard Skate Shop. Uh, you can get them at Life of Riley on Main Street. I think they'll be uh, available at uh, Spirit uh, in Gastown and also Leone Fashions down on Hastings. Great. And, and, of course, online. People can, can definitely visit, visit us online at geographicapparel.com. Perfect. All right. Thanks for very much for speaking with me today. Great. Well, hey, thank you very much. That was uh, Tamim Barakat of Geographic Apparel. And uh, you can uh, find out more about, um, about the different designs and where you can buy them or just buy them uh, at their website, which is geographicapparel.com. Apparel has two Ps, or just get Google to correct your spelling. Um, funnily enough, I'm wearing another um, touristy shirt today. This one today says uh, Cabo San Lucas, uh, Mexico. I have a lot of these shirts, I tell you. I love them. I, want, I collect them, but uh, definitely... Uh, there's not enough really cool t-shirts out there, so I applaud Geographic Apparel for um, for what they do and wish them luck in their world domination plans. All right, I think it's time for some more ticket giveaways. Uh, let me cue up the music. Oh. Okay. So next up we have uh, Casio Kids. Let me tell you a little bit about them. They are a Norwegian electro-pop ensemble from Bergen. And they formed in 2005. And uh, the song that you're hearing right now, which I'm going to badly pronounce, is called Fot i Holse. That was my best Norwegian accent. Um, was included in the game FIFA, FIFA 10. Um, and was listed by NME Magazine as the fourth best new song of the week. Um, 
Enemy has described them as, quote, the best thing to come out of Norway since black metal. So now's the time to call if you want these tickets. The number is 604-822-2487. That's 604-822-2487, which incidentally is also 604-UBC-CITR. Call now. see Hollywood blockbusters, midnight cult classics, indie films, live music, burlesque, stand-up comedy, poetry slams, and live sporting events all at your local theater. The Rio Theater voted number one in East Vancouver, your neighborhood indie theater that promotes all things cool. Don't miss the most anticipated film of the summer, Inception, directed by Christopher Nolan, starring Leonardo DiCaprio at the Rio Theater, 1160 East Broadway at Commercial. For more info, go to riotheater.ca. We're back on the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM and streaming online at citr.ca and in podcast form on our website as well. I'm your host, Adam Janusz, and um, before we go uh, further into the show, um, I just want to say thanks for all the uh, the feedback we've received for last week's Shambhala 
uh, special. We I, I trekked out to uh, just outside Nelson, BC, a nine a beautiful nine hour drive uh, from Vancouver, and um, spent um, the weekend uh, vigorously researching music and um, and partying and dancing. Um, it was very stressful and difficult for me, but somehow I managed uh, to survive. Uh, we love uh, feedback on the show. Our email is arts at citr.ca and our email arts at citr.ca is also a great place to tell us about your artistic event yes that's right your event if you are a person in vancouver and you have uh, a play or an art exhibit or uh, a cd release party or anything else artsy and um and you want to promote it please get in touch um yeah uh our email again is citr <laughs> arts at citr .ca. Also, um, I um, had a great time uh, yesterday uh, guest hosting a lovely music show called Give Him the Boot, which uh, focuses on Italian uh, folk music hosted by Linda Bull. And um, I definitely told some lies. Um, for the fun of it, I told uh, her listening audience that the reason she was away, by the way, Linda is fluent in Italian, as you probably guess if she hosts Italian folk music show. I told um, her, her listeners that she was in New York um, uh, functioning as a translator at a UN um, conference uh, in New York City. Uh, I said that with a straight face, and it was a lie. It was a terrible lie, and um, I don't know what came over me. Um, if you have any ideas uh, for next week's lie, I'm also filling in on her show next week. If you have a clever reason for me to, to announce on air why Linda is away, uh, please email us here at arts at citr.ca. Uh, right now, the, the top spot is that she's been um, deported because she is Australian, actually. <laughs> she's, Australian who, she's an Australian who, um, who speaks fluent Italian. She's very, a very eclectic person. She's really cool. Um, and so, yeah, we're thinking of, of, of or I'm thinking of, uh, of saying that she's getting deported out of the country, and that's why she's not hosting the show. If you have something better, please let it let me know. Um, all right, but enough about uh, that. By the way, that show is on uh, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. And uh, next week, I don't know anything about Italian music, so I played uh, Brazilian music, which I'm a big fan of. And next week, I'll be doing uh, Portuguese Portuguese music, Fadu, which is like uh, folk music. All right, moving right along to um, the Red Jam Slam. This is on, on Saturday, uh, and it's an all-day event, August 21st, and it's from 11 till uh, late into the night at uh, W2 Storium. And the Red Jam Slam is, is sort, of like a, it's sort of like a conference that um, uh, relates to uh, First Nations issues. So the first part of the day is dedicated to some panel discussions. Uh, the first one at 11 o'clock is called Truth and, uh, the Truth and Reconciliation Panel. And there's a second one at 2.30 called First Nations Broadcasters in Canada. And then there's a really um, great music component that starts at 5 p.m. and goes late until 2 a.m., possibly longer. And um, here's a little description this I found on their Facebook page from Bruce Ferguson. And he said, Red Jam Slam is an exciting event in that it explores how technology and the creative process can support political process, such as the residential school stories that will be shared at the Truth and Reconciliation Commission hearing, as well as the visioning and thinking of Aboriginal broadcasters throughout Canada. It is also an opportunity to hear and meet or network with Aboriginal artists at the event itself. 
Um, so that's, <clears throat> excuse me, a bit from Bruce Ferguson, who will be attending the event. And I thought I'd share with you one of the uh, the music, um, one of the music, one 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 portion of music, um, one artist or one group that will be featured um, in the music portion, which, by the way, also includes. Let me just see here. Uh, Kat Norris, Sonny Bob, Irvin Hansen, Joanne Arnett, Wanda John, um, Bitterly Divine, and many, many more. And so I thought I'd play for you a bit of Bitterly Divine's um, music. This song is called Pay Attention, and it will be featured, like I said, on Saturday at the Red Jam Slam, which starts at 11. Uh, the music starts at 5, and it's at the W2 Storium at 151 West Cordova. Here's Pay Attention by Bitterly Divine.
And that's Bitterly Divine with Pay Attention. Uh, they'll be a performer at Red Jam Slam this Saturday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not do that. Um, <laughs> which goes on, yeah, Saturday from 11 a.m. Um, and includes Truth and Recon- Reconciliation panel, the First Nations broadcasters in Canada discussion, and uh, and music. And tickets are uh, $10. And if you Google Red Jam Slam, that's the best way to get links because they have uh, they have many different um, different pages like Facebook and, and other websites. Um, and if you go to one of these pages, you'll see the beautiful poster that they have for Red Jam Slam. Um, yeah, it's quite gorgeous. So have a look at it uh, by Googling Red Jam Slam and check that out on Saturday for uh, $10. Okay, so I think it's time to give away some more tickets. Uh, who do we have here? We have uh, a band called... I'm typing as we speak. Um, a band called Red Sparrows. Um, which I did not type correctly at all. Sparrows. There we go. Red Sparrows. Um, this is a band from Los Angeles, uh, California. And um, let me just play some. This song is called Giving Birth to Imagined Strangers. Okay, and these guys will be playing August 22nd, which is Sunday, at the Rickshaw uh, Theatre. And uh, so we're giving away two tickets to see Red Sparrows, uh, who will also be playing with a band called uh, Boris. They describe themselves as experimental indie progressive. And uh, so, yeah, now's the time to call. The number is 604 8 2487 that's 604-822-2487 or 604-UBC-CITR for a pair of tickets to Sunday's show uh, at the Rickshaw Theatre. So we'll, uh, we'll let this song play for a bit and then we'll take a break and when we come back we'll tell you about uh, zombies. To be specific, where is it? Um dead on film at the Rio Theatre. So uh, stay with us.
The UBC Learning Exchange Trek program wants you to get involved in your community. Learn about important social issues while volunteering at inner city schools or nonprofit organizations. You'll also get to meet other UBC students in a fun and supportive environment. See how your talent and skills can make a difference in your community. Participate throughout the term or during reading week. Check out www.learningexchange.ubc.ca slash CITR to find out more. Back on the Arts Report, CITR 101.9 FM. All right, so Dead on Film is a celebration of zombie films at the Rio Theatre that's coming up on Friday, August 20th. And um, they'll not only be screening the 1985 classic The Return of the Living Dead, but they, they actually are... Um, are going to be showing off uh, the winners of a contest that was held earlier this month to submit um, zombie films, zombie films made by uh, you. So uh, the top three winners will be uh, screened, and um, there's a lot of stuff going on besides just the, uh, the screening of the films, including onstage performances by Little Miss Risk and Bloody Betty, which I believe... Um, is a uh, uh, what's the word a burlesque performance um, and as well as that there's going to be a brain eating competition and um, yeah brain consuming on stage I mean I just I just said that out loud and I, and I just thought did I make that up I'm pretty sure it's true okay well let's listen to the interview this is um, Alex Chisholm uh, with the Rio and he tells us uh, about all the different things going on uh, in the event, uh, and also I ask him about uh, the appeal, the appeal of zombies, which are incredibly, um, you know, popular uh, today in pop culture, along with vampires. And so I asked him on his take why uh, zombies are so huge right now. Dead on Film is a short film zombie competition, and it takes place on Friday, August twentieth. The screening. We put out a call for submissions at the beginning of July, and the submission deadline was the thirteenth. And right now, we're sifting through a pile of movies submissions, and uh, we'll have an audience vote on the best films on Friday night. And tell me, tell me about some of these submissions that uh, you're combing through. What are you seeing? We're seeing pretty much everything uh, you could expect and more from uh, a five-minute zombie film. In a good way or a bad way? <laughs> or both? In a, well, <laughs> both. Mostly good, though, yes. Yeah. Mostly in a good way. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff in there. Humorous, scary, serious, political. People uh, seem to be really uh, running with the gauntlet for it. So. And I guess you're seeing a range in terms of the sort of quality as well. I'm, I'm sure you're seeing... Um everything from home video to really professional stuff is that right pretty much yes hmm. and um and there's going to be uh three winners there's going to be three winners there's going to be a top prize and two runners up okay and uh can you tell us about these these lovely prizes lovely prizes well we have a uh top prize we have um we have a cash prize we have uh we have a um Media Workshop Prize from Vivo, Video In, Video Out on Main Street, Vivo Media Arts Center. And uh, we have, um, as well, a trophy, a zombie trophy for the top prize. And we have several 
uh, gift baskets put together for the winners, um, consisting of gift certificates and other prizes uh, contributed by the local business community, bars and restaurants, stuff like that. And on the um, on Friday, August twentieth, you'll also have um, a performance by Little Miss Risk and Bloody Betty. Talk That's that. right. That's right. They do have. They have. Uh, well, they have lots of contests uh, for the people who are in um, attendance that night. There's going to be a brain eating contest. <laughs> so you have to eat through a gelatin brain to get to your prize. There's going to be some live uh, burlesque performances as well, paying homage to the genre, mm. the zombie genre. And uh, there's also going to be some blood wrestling. So Blood wrestling? <laughs> blood wrestling, yes. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, we have all kinds of crazy things going on to entertain people in between the films. Yeah. Now, th- does this blood wrestling uh, involve professional blood wrestlers or just anybody who wants to uh, get in on it? No, only the pros. Only the <laughs> pros can get into the uh, the blood wrestling, can okay. get into the ring. All right. And let me just ask you, what... Why... Why do you think, um, what do you think is the appeal of, uh, of zombies? Um, I mean, uh, vampires are certainly really big right now, and, and people sure. always ask, what's, you know, what is it about um, these, these mythological creatures that, uh, that we love so much? The zombies. Well, yeah. I think it's a whole, it's the idea of, you know, more, um, there's always been an anxiety, general anxiety about the apocalypse, things like that, and I just think it's almost like, at least the way the zombie walk goes about it, it turns it into a big party. It embraces it, and it's sort of, you know, uh, it's all about sort of the resurrection and the party after the, the you know, every all hell breaks loose kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so I think it's really a lot of a good natured love towards, uh, you know, the bigger events like the uh, zombie walk and things like that, and uh, a lot of great films particularly George Romero's early uh, trilogy, the original Living Dead films, um, you know, really, uh, they're great movies that inspired all this. So it's rooted in great cinema, and people are just taking it to the next level on almost a party level. Great. Thanks very much. You're very welcome. Okay, that was Alex Chisholm of the Rio Theatre talking about uh, Dead on Film. I knew there was brain-eating. Who would make that up? How would I get that into my head unless it was true? There's brain-eating going on um, on uh, Friday, August 20th. So check that out at the Rio Theatre, which is uh, 1660 East Broadway, which is basically Broadway and commercial. Um, the Rio, by the way, is is really... Th- this is not the first time they, they sort of mix and match uh, movies and, and live events. They, they're really starting to, to build a name for themselves of being kind of multidisciplinary um, performers, you know? So you, you go to the Rio and uh, you really get uh, bang for your buck. So, so check that out. Um, okay, that is that. All right, so we're, uh, we're nearing the end of our program for today. Oh, right. Uh, I was going to tell you that uh, the zombie walk is uh, happening this weekend as well. Wait, let me double check that. I'm pretty sure it's happening this Saturday. Facebook. Uh, August 21st. That's right. That's uh, this Sunday, the zombie walk 2010. Um, yeah, uh, I just looked it up on Facebook, and you can do the same. If you log into your Facebook and type in Zombie Walk Vancouver, you can get more information. Uh, another zombie event for you there. All right, so, uh, yeah, that's that's all we have for today's show. I do have more something to wrap up 
to tell you about... Oh, right. I was going to tell you uh, that today... This is very short notice. I do apologize. But today there is a showing of Taxi Driver at uh, Pacific Cinematheque. And what's cool about it is that not only is it um, the film... But you also uh, get a post-screening discussion uh, with a uh, UBC uh, Department of Psychiatry and, and uh, yeah, Department of uh, Psychiatry uh, professor who will um, uh, sort of uh, go into the film, will um, analyze the film. It says here, uh, post-screening discussion with Mark Harris. Although he received his doctorate in comparative literature, Mark teaches in the film studies program at the University of British Columbia. A prolific writer and journalist, he is the co-author of Wild at Heart, the films of Nettie Wilde, published in the Pacific Cinematheque monograph series, as well as approximately 4,000 essays, articles, and reviews. A native of Montreal, Mark has lived in Vancouver for the past 35 years. So, yeah... So check that out. That's today. If you have time, it starts at uh, 7.30, basically in an hour and a half. So if you've got nothing to do, go down to Pacific Cinematheque and, uh, and check that out. Tickets are 10.50 for adults, $9 for seniors and students. And um, yeah, I mean, it's really great, by the way, to see films, classic films in a theater. Um, you know, it's easy to take for granted that, you know, oh, these, these films are on DVD already. Why would I go to a theater? But it's, it's really quite an experience to go to a theater and see them with other people and and sort of live through the most uh, climactic or hilarious or shocking moments of the film with uh with other people you you know you almost feel like you are are there when that film originally came out um especially with classics because people are, are so much more boisterous than with new films because they they know what's going to happen so they really they really give her in terms of audience reactions so it's actually um quite fun all right, so that's that. Um, please subscribe to our podcast. Um, it is it goes up uh, about an hour and a half to two hours um, after the show is done. So at eight o'clock today, there'll be a podcast available of this show, ATR.ca. And um, and by all means, please communicate with us. We love to hear from you. Uh, our email is arts at citr. Ca. I will be back uh, next Wednesday with another exciting episode of the Arts Report, and I'll be um, guest hosting the Bring in the Boot, or sorry, Give Him the Boot on uh, Tuesday at 2 p.m., and we'll be celebrating uh, Portuguese music on Linda Bull's excellent uh, program that normally does uh, Italian folk music, an eclectic mix of Italian hits. Um, yeah, so that's that's all for me. You have yourselves a lovely week. Enjoy the the heat, or, or lack thereof. Uh, today was kind of cloudy. Uh, next is uh, Real to Real. This is uh, CITR 101.9 FM. Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world. And guided tours